Patrick. It's been a while since we did one of these. We are back for number 140, and we are virtual. Where in the world are you? Dude, I am here in the hotel room in Saratoga Springs, New York. That's what we're looking for. There you go. I'm very close to some minerals, mineral water, some some spring that I guess a, a beer company bought it, Jim. I just saw that uh, Anheuser-Busch owns the springs out here. Really? Put, in, put into our, our Zima. <laughs> I didn't even think Anheuser-Busch owned Anheuser-Busch at this point. Didn't they get bought out by like some foreign conglomerate? Everything is owned by Elon Musk and Jeff <laughs> And Jeff Bezos, everything's owned by Elon and Jeff. I love Twitter, Pat. And Bill. <laughs> and Bill. And microchip Bill. Oh, that's great. Uh-oh. How Did is I just say that? I, I didn't even mean to say that. I've been programmed. <laughs> like the guy working in the front desk at this hotel, the most, the least pliable human. You ever have to remind someone that they're in, you're in hospitality. Why are you so angry with me? I asked for a late checkout. Mm-hmm. That is always like I get nervous when I ask for a late checkout. I just <laughs> it's a harrowing moment. I went with the uh, uh, surround yourself with children tactic. Do you ever do that? You really, <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> you can't really do that one. I'd be like, I, me and these children need a late checkout. They'd be like, nope, <laughs> no way. <laughs> they, uh, I was like, oh, we got in so late last night. Can we uh, can we check out a little bit later? So, oh sure, the best I can do is eleven thirty. 1130. What time is your checkout? <laughs> Mike, you just cut a half hour off of what I thought. <laughs> I thought we were going out here at noon at the least. Like, why did I even say anything? Oh yeah. No problem. How's 9am? Now my kids are going to stress out. Dad, it's 1131. We're still in here. Are they going to arrest us? Are we going to get charged? I was like better off. Not then. Now it's all. Now I have to go, Jim. I can't, I, I can't do this episode. You're on your own. Well, that was 140. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. I love the hotels, man. Was it the night staff or was it the morning? Because that's that's a night staff move, getting that angry. It was the uh, the morning. Oh, the night staff, Jim. That was a different situation. The uh, I, I, I've never been in a hotel like this. The lobby is upstairs and the entrance is like in the basement and on the other side of the building. And he told me, you know, we have so much luggage. This is a road trip, bud. This yeah. is, I got to tell you, man, this is why I'm in Saratoga. The, the, the journey began on the uh, 4th. We drove to Buffalo that night all the way. Boom. It's crazy. Did, um, we did a little stop in Cleveland. I was thinking about you, buddy. I took my family into the arcade, into the Hyatt. Oh, to yeah. Sh- to show them. That magnificent, beautiful building. That's awesome. They were in awe, honestly. And Elliot was like, I don't want to get out. Because <laughs> we we just driven by the Christmas story house. Oh. Which was um, you know, again, this is midnight, and there's fireworks, a lot of people in the streets, that neighborhood, a little bit. I don't know. It's not the same as when um Ralphie <laughs> and the fam lived there. Sure. Do you remember their last name? What was their their name? I have no idea. I wouldn't be able to tell you that one in a hundred years. Anyway, we don't have time for that, Jim. Okay. It was the neighborhood was very busy. Like the night he put the lamp in the window, <laughs> except, <laughs> except the clientele has changed a little bit. They're not as uh, dressed up and they're, 
and they're, they have pyrotechnics in the middle of the street, <laughs> which I wanted to do looking back. It was the fourth. I wish I had had like a Roman candle to have in our sunroof. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just shooting off as we're, Happy for it. as we're going. Yeah. Uh, where you were, it sounds like that'd be called a flare gun. I think yes. that's more than just a <laughs> firework. Um, that's wait, you, you guys got to Cleveland at midnight and you're like, all right, let's go look around. Is that real? It was probably, uh, it was 10, 10, a little okay. after 10. Okay. It actually was because I remember, um, looking and it was three hours of Buffalo and we're like, we're going. And we got to Buffalo just after one. So That's yeah, amazing. Was, uh, who was awake when you landed in Buffalo, when you stopped? Everybody, everyone, uh, ended up getting, you know, they got anxious. They got, cause we made one final stop and we all made the, the decision. Like we're going to, you're, you're going to go to Erie. Cause I didn't book a hotel gym in the spirit of of, uh, being me, <laughs> I, I didn't know, know where we would go, mm-hmm. but I also like, uh, you ever play like a little game with yourself? Like if I booked Buffalo, then I, uh, knowing I had to get to Buffalo changes, I would have been like, I don't want to drive all that way. And you could get to Buffalo. You could get to 20 minutes from Buffalo and be like, okay, we're here now. There's a hotel right there, right? Like it doesn't have to be, yeah, you're better off not booking it at all. Ralphie Parker, by the way, I did pull that up. The la- they were the Parker family. Oh, I would never would have got that either. Not in a hundred years. Related to Ray Parker, I believe, of Ghostbuster fame. Oh, is that right? I believe so. <laughs> they don't talk about it, but it's it's the backstory of the movie. Much like uh, Trading Places and what, what, uh, what was the movie they had? The uh, Coming to America. They have that little scene. Yeah, the Parkers are, oh, the crossover? are related. Yeah, the Parkers are related. That's something I just made up. That would be phenomenal. Um, that's great, man. I mean, this is everything you talk about. I, I we'll, we'll come back to this trip, but this is it. This is this is well, Pat I've, McGann carrying on family tradition. I've created a really great way to see the country is go when everything's closed, <laughs> and then there's no pressure to be like, hey, we would go in there, but guys. You know, but Mm -hmm. hey, take a look. We did like the drive around the square downtown. Like, hey, this is where, you know, Santa came down in the parade, remember? And they're all sitting out and they're like, yeah, what? Is that guy going to kill us? Why is that man running towards our car? Someone's, (laughs) we just have a list of things. We play the road trip game, you know? I love that. You got to see that every license plate Mm -hmm. we're playing. You have to like, to see someone shirtless. screaming obscenities you have to see uh and this is random car thing you gotta find a car with a door painted a different color than the rest than the body of the vehicle the rest of the (laughs) that's the way you gotta do it right you gotta find someone in the bed of a truck just someone sitting in the bed of a truck while it's moving for some reason you have to find a car with fuzzy dice a car with a garbage bag as its window Someone driven by someone too close to the steering wheel. They're way too close. (laughs) That's a good one. Someone not texting. You got to find someone not texting. (laughs) Look, look, dad, that person's paying attention. (laughs) Buckle up, kids. uh, You ever see someone so close to the steering wheel? It's like comical. You're like, look at, oh my God. (laughs) How long have you been in there? How did you get in there? Could you imagine like every time you got in the car, have to be like, like moving it back all the like as far up as it goes and be like, well, I guess that's my limit. 
you wouldn't even be able to get in. I'm going to start doing our podcast like that. I'm just going to be this close to it. Like that, like that person, the car, just all up on it. You have to find a car with no hubcaps. <laughs> That's a good Unregist- one. You have to find an unregistered vehicle. One with bullet holes. <laughs> you have to find a, a pickup truck with huge wheels on it, but the, but the driver can't have a beard. <laughs> That's great. Find a, uh, find a, the grail is finding a pickup truck with a Biden sticker on it. <laughs> Huge tires and a Biden sticker on it. And an AOC 2024. You got to find just different random things. You define a Tesla without a uh, white person driving it <laughs> or without a white person not driving it, Jim. They have the autopilot. That, that they do. Bring you right into a wall or a, a seated, a parked vehicle. It will... <laughs> I mean, I like driving. I don't want to be in a driverless. Yeah, what about roadkill? You could put roadkill on there too. You got to find your different categories of that. Like been there a while. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Half a possum. That must've just happened. Fresh. <laughs> that one's limping. <laughs> oh no, it's a dog. <laughs> don't look. Don't <laughs> That's its entirely own category. What was that one? Nothing. Just turn, turn away, kids. You should just have a bingo card <laughs> of all the things you got to come across. So, Dad, why is Puddle of Pee on here? Well, <laughs> you might, we might because, dude, you own these travel plazas, Jim. We've I've seen. You know how many puddles of pee I've seen? All kinds of weird stuff. Absolutely. Gatorade bottles on the side of the highway. Have you introduced the kids to trucker bombs yet? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> It says, the, uh, it says purple, but it looks like lemon lime. Like, don't touch the bottles, kids. Sarah did print out something from Etsy, you know, from like a, a had to go to Kinko's or whatever the hell they go now. <laughs> Color print FedEx. Now it's like the shipping companies do your printing. <laughs> she went to Yellow Freight. DHL printed out our, uh, every kid was handed a binder for the road trip, Jim. It's like they were going to the a conference. Put really? a, lan- a lanyard over him, gave him a <laughs> You're like a like, goodie bag with a pen and a mouse pad. I was this like, this is from our sponsors. We got to pack the toothpaste and Sarah's like, where's the three ring punch, the three <laughs> punch holder. I'm making binders. <laughs> Are you ready for vacation? Has anyone seen my hole punch? <laughs> so they have like, you know, Elliot was like, this was what was funny. I was like, Oh, look at this, this camping sign. There's, Yogi Bear, like it was Jellystone or whatever. And then, you know, Joseph's like, I just need a, uh, I need to find a, a horse and buggy or a horse or whatever. And then Ellie's like, I need to find a camping sign. It's like, you know, I, now I know you don't listen to me. Like, you, <laughs> just, I had to find an orange cone. <laughs> I love everyone kids. It's like, they're staring out the window looking for an orange cone. That's awesome. Or the things that it. they do see that they have, there's a boat. I need a boat. <laughs> it keeps them engaged, man. So they were, uh, they were, uh, you know, not on the screens. It keeps them off of that. I love that. Were you guys, uh, did you play games when you were a kid? Um, yeah, we would play name games, the license plate, find the license plate from every state, you know, all the, um, and then trivia, Jim. The standards. Know, what? You were in trivia? 
That's where we invented uh, the run of show. This run of show <laughs> that we do here is based on a road trip. I feel like our entire podcast is based on the childhood road trips of Pat McGinnis. <laughs> it wouldn't be a road trip. We need to, we need to have a hall. We need to throw a hall of fame in if it's going to be a road trip. Is that on your list? It's got to well, be. I think it might be. I don't know. Cause that was tomorrow. The plan is to go to the basketball hall of fame. That's Springfield awesome. mass. Dude. I'm wow. never been the they, James Naismith. The, the Jimmy, the Jimmy Naismith, they revamped it. They have, uh, they put nets up. Used to just be peach baskets. <laughs> <laughs> they brought Kevin Johnson in and he was like, I can oh. put, I can put nets here. Any oh, Kevin man. Johnson. I could have been talking about the mayor of San Diego or whatever, <laughs> wherever he mayors La Jolla. Right. Come in the theater. Bill Russell is going to be talking about all the champions. He doesn't have enough fingers for his rings. And then, then we have uh, Pat McGann and Jim Flanagan talking about the installation of the basketball hoop. It still hasn't occurred. It's a Hall of Fame worthy moment. Dude, that's really cool. That's one I've never been to. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. Almost went to the Baseball Hall of Fame today. Wow. And then I shuffled it around because I'm like, they're going to get bored. They're not going to enjoy. It's going to be a blur. Isolate that. You know, we'll do the Baseball Hall of Fame another time, you know, when I get, I get when I get inducted for <laughs> what? for wiffle ball <laughs> contributions to the game <laughs> contributions. I love that. That's my favorite. Like there's a, you, there's players, there's announcers and there's like contributions to the game. Dude, do you think women roll their eyes about some of the the Hall of Fame stuff? I'm the, sure uh, everybody, I, I, a lot of, anyone who's not into the sport. It's like, really? You're gonna watch, you're gonna look at pictures of people who played basketball now. Like you're still telling this guy how great that dude five years ago. We had to wait five years to tell you because we didn't want to rush to the decision. We we, had, we didn't want to get swept up in how much we loved you. We wanted to appreciate you fully. Make sure we're making the right decision here before we encapsulate your face in gold and then listen to you talk for 90 minutes. You know what they do a lot too is they they'll they'll put someone in after they die, like after, like they'll be so close for so long, and they're like, mm, it's just not gonna let them. I gotta book him a room. He's gonna bring his family. Let's just, just talk for like an hour. Let's we'll wait. let him. <laughs> we'll let him in eventually. Let it get a little bit more sad when he's a little quieter. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> when he's less chatty. We'll go ahead and let them in. But it seems to be like, um, I don't know. There's a hall of fame for everything. Now saw the RV hall of fame. We drove by that. That's like, Hey guys, it's, our, it's closed. Sorry guys. It's, <laughs> it's a holiday. Enjoy the free fireworks though. <laughs> you could have seen legendary RVers like Tom Winnebago. <laughs> and the it's man RV is named after Richie Valance who wishes he had taken an RV. That might not be necessary. I was just thinking of someone with the, with initials of RV. And that was the first one that came to mind. Come on in here to hear Randy panel talk about how he wanted to replicate wood on every surface. I was I'll in Green what, Bay for to, a weekend and I was like, this look could should be in a vehicle. I was looking at uh, this dresser. I thought it should have been wood. And, and I saw a, a counter, everything. I just wanted everything to look like wood and then drive it. And then I thought, wouldn't it be cool if you weren't driving, if the walls popped out? 
<laughs> when you park it, that'd be great if you're in the museum and they're like, okay, guys, we're going to, we're going to widen it out now. <laughs> What's weird to me is the museum is in a building, which just bothers me. Yeah, you're the, place. you're the recreational vehicle hall of fame. Can't you, can't you put this in a recreational vehicle? That'd be so great. Your <laughs> camper, my camper's up for induction. Did you guys get in? No, we leak too much oil. Our RV sucks. Our RV is like in the good, the hall of good. It's decent. Our, our pop-up trailer still has three years on the ballot. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens when our pop-up trailer dies. They might induct it in that moment. That would get veterans committee would definitely <laughs> the pop up. Oh, pop up. talk about garbage minutes. Pop up though. Part of, part of the fabric. Really is. Really is. That's great, man. Oh, I'm excited for you guys to see the bath. Now this is the basketball museum, right? The basketball hall of fame. So it's not just NBA, which I think does make a difference. Like there's collegiate athletes, there's international, like there's everything here. Yeah. There's bedroom basketball. Get- what? Yeah. Whoever is the best at garbage can hoops. <laughs> We're going to have pictures of me dunking on the nerf on my closet door. Kobe. You One do year. that. Like I'm too old to say that, but my kids say that every time they, they throw something. What is that from Jim? What's the, what's the origin of Kobe? I mean, we did that with Jordan, right? When you're like in your room, you're commentating, you're pretending you're the guy. Like whenever oh, yeah. I would play, I'd be like Jordan. Oh yeah. And comes, oh, Jordan. Oh. You go into that broadcaster in your head voice. That's exactly what it comes from. There's a great commercial. Have we talked about this where the kid like. Three. But didn't they do it in a movie or a TV show? Uh, Chappelle did it where he was like doing athletes, doing other things, but still yelling like, yeah, like uh, I'm trying to think of an example that isn't the Kobe example he used, but um, (laughs) that would be like, you know, them doing other stuff that they're known for, you know, like Jordan gambling. You'd be like Jordan as he's like taking all someone's money, like winning a bet or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) That like popularized it a little bit. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, hall of fame would be on my must for a road trip to, to make it a, a, a legit road trip. You, I get you, gotta, you gotta go. And it could be any hall of fame. I've been into, I was at some West Virginia high school hall of fame. I sure. Was, I, I've been in some, some HOFs. I like a good, uh, I think you gotta go into some sort of tourist trap on a, on a road trip, right? Like, are you guys going to like, there's something that you think is going to be legit. And then it's like, ah, that kind of sucked. That was just a money drain. Oh yeah, I think that we're in it right now here at the uh, Revolutionary War Town. Of... You mean some of the mineral water plant isn't as nice as you thought it would be? This is a yeah. They have like the I guess this battle like turned the Revolutionary War around right here in Saratoga. Really? Which is named after uh, my wife in a bedsheet. It's <laughs> like that's what I said to her this morning. I'm like, you're you're in a hey, get up. You're in a Saratoga. You gotta. You alive? That's my favorite dumb joke in the whole world. <laughs> my wife in a bed sheet. You're ridiculous. Yeah, we rolled in. We we rolled through Burnt Hills last night. I wanted to get a picture in front of the Burnt Hills Fire Department. <laughs> Set it right there on the... Uh... So yeah, we're just north of Albany. We're going to go to this revolutionary battle site. And then we're going to go into um, yeah Springfield, Mass. tomorrow. Great. And then I'll see you. Yes, sir. So is it the Battle of Saratoga? Yeah. All right. And what do you know about this battle? Are you ready? Like, are you going to be teaching the kids history about it? Are you ready to go on this? 
you know, I didn't know much. I read a little bit about it last night as I okay. was dozing just like to be that. able to give him a little bit. Hey guys, this is it. Yeah. So it was the turning point of the revolutionary war. I guess this was like, uh, what is this? The Hudson Valley where we're at. It's beautiful here, man. Very plush, very, a lot of rolling Hills water. It's very, um, so I think it's strategic back in the day. This was like where you wanted to be. It's controlled a lot into the Great Lakes region. So oh, I Brits, can imagine. The Brits had a fort here for when they, uh, you know, settled. And then they they fought here. The Americans were underdogs. But, uh, dude, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't count on our spirit. Man. Our hunger for freedom. And our massive amount of troops. Looks like we had, looks like they were not ready for us. We had them 15,000 to 6,000. Yeah. The guy's uh, plan backfired. He was waiting on like to be reinforced. The the British dude. Okay. Burgoyne. He wanted people coming. He had flanks. He had like coming from the South, coming from the the, uh, West and they never showed up. They got stuck at a travel plaza. I believe it. What were they doing? Caught up at Tim. The Tim Hortons must've been open at their travel plaza. (laughs) That was another clothes thing I brought my kids to. I was That's like, guys, Tim, Hort- Tim Horton's next travel stop. You're going to love it. And pastries, we're back, baby. Oh, no. It's July. Have you I been know. diving in? I have not. Donuts really. right now. I, I, I have a little bit. I was at the Sox game last night. I did indulge in a, uh, in a churro at the Sox game. Um, that's my move. Beautiful. That is my move. Um, but not really. Other than that, you I did have a, you I had a couple of mini donuts. Walking? Yeah, exactly. And by the time I got back to the seat, everyone's like, where were you? I was like, bathroom, licking, <laughs> licking sugar off my hand. It's perfect. I, uh, I, I took yesterday, by the way, you missed a great day in Chicago. Unreal. It was like a hundred all day. And then, uh, by seven o'clock last night, like there were thunderstorms. So I was like, I don't want to go to this. It's a hundred degrees. I was with my Canadian friend actually. And he was like, it's 40 degrees outside. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's hard to like, you cannot even, you can't even talk weather. I love the metric system. I get what they're doing, but weather it's hard. Like they're, I don't get it at all. Their freezing is zero. And, and like, you know, the freezing is zero to them. And then a hundred to us is 40 to them. So it's hard to like be excited about weather when it's like, it's 38. It was 26 yesterday. Like those numbers sound the same. They're not far <laughs> enough apart. But anyway, it was a hundred degrees. I didn't want yeah, go so to go. So what is every degree? What's the, is there a uh, ratio that you can dumb it down? It's like is there 1. A formula? 8 to one, but then you got to add or subtract 32. There's a lot. It's a, what? it is a formula. There's a it's lot more that than goes into it. It's more That's than one why, step. That's why I just don't talk to Europeans. It's just easier. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's like in general terms. It's um, warm. It's warmer than it was. That's all I need to know. No, um, but yeah. And then it was like 70 degrees, right? It was perfect at night. It kind of reminded me of like one of those days where, like there was a day as a kid where we went to great America and it sucked all morning. It was raining and it was like, forget it. We're leaving. And then we stopped for lunch and then it like cleared up. And then it was like, we still got our wristbands and you go back and like, no one's there. Oh, that's, that's what the great. socks game was like last night. It took me 30 minutes to get there. It took me 30 minutes to get, there was no traffic on the roads because it was so hot. No one was going to a baseball game. And then you get there and it was perfect. Wow. And about the eighth inning, a hailstorm 
came back. <laughs> it was just, it was unbelievable. We had three seasons yesterday. It was, it was, it was very Chicago. So we took and off one churro. Right before that started and one churro. So it was great. It was a fun day. Um, Except they lost. Brutal. They're not a very good <sighs> baseball team. I'm sad about it. I can't even talk about it. I know. I know. I have to dive into the Revolutionary War to distract me. I have <laughs> to go drink, drink from a spring. <laughs> just to think of something more positive. I told my kids to bring, they, uh, bring a cup. They said you can drink right out of the spring. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's very I feel cool. like all day I'm going to be like, no, not that spring. Get, no, <laughs> hey, that's not, that's not a spring. Guys, no, not that. <laughs> That's awesome. Sticking their head under the Slurpee machine at <laughs> Sunoco. Is this uh, is this the spring? Love it here. Uh, <laughs> just go everywhere. Is this one? <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know if uh, did FDR come here and uh, these aren't hot springs, are they? I don't think lay, so. Used to go. I want to do that one day. Lay in a hot spring. Really? So say it's for it's good for your health, right? I would imagine so. It's gotta be like the, like the first whirlpool, right? That's why it was so good that they, who was our guy? Orville Jacuzzi decided to bottle it up and, <laughs> and man make hot springs. That's how much he liked hot. That's how much they do for people. <laughs> Orville Jacuzzi was like, we combined uh, the two things we talked about, Jim. His name was sure. Candido, I believe. <laughs> That's <laughs> he true. A, he had a very hot first name. Agree to disagree. Orville Jacuzzi seems like a way better first name. So, dude, I want to dive into the highlight of our trip so far because this was the um, the goal to get to by getting to Buffalo, put us in position to go to Niagara Falls. Wow, which, which we did go to yesterday. A um, little cloudy, but despite that, it still is Niagara Falls, right? It That's was awesome. open; they don't shut it down. Although they do reduce the water at night, I read. You know yeah. that I saw, they were talking about that there. There were, there were signs up everywhere. I was there 2021, like the, like my first travel of the pandemic. Like once I got vaxxed, you know, and we were able to move around a little bit, I went to the falls for the first time. And once, uh, once you finish making your barrel, I really did. didn't, you, didn't you go in a barrel? Off I did. The, uh... That's correct. I went in a barrel off the falls, which, you know, uh, if you guys go. haven't listened to that episode, that's episode nine. That's when we really didn't know where this thing was going. We were trying to get listeners. And Jim said, I will paint a uh, Brimley on a barrel and go over the falls. Just try and get us impressed. No one covered it. Nothing at all. Um, but we actually forgot to record that episode. So we hadn't released it till afterwards. So no one knew it was happening. Terrible idea. But I went through with it. You went over the bridal. Which one did you go over? The uh... <laughs> no idea. <laughs> did you know that Niagara Falls is actually the name of three different falls, Jim? Oh, I didn't know that. It's not just the um, Niagara Falls. It's the combination of three. I was going to ask you if you could name those. This little trivia, but uh, we don't. I have cannot. To, we cannot get. We don't have to get into that. I'm going to tell you the answer to that question is no. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Did you, I do really want to go, first of all, I mean, what'd you guys think? Had, your family had never seen it before, right? Family had never seen it. No. Well, Jim, I do have to tell you though what they are, right? I mean, we, we just teased it. We, we have the bridal veil falls. Then the other, the other one is named after um, something, a um, Saratoga Springs. A lot of these race here and they wear these on their feet. 
Horseshoe Falls? Horseshoe Falls. There you go, Bob. Look at that. And then, and then the, the third American, one. and then the American Falls. Ah, I like that. That's great, man. And uh, what'd you guys do? Did you, did you, is there a tour? Like when we went, it was shut down, shut down. So it was just people walking about, we took some photos, real simple. What, what was there when you went? Um, we just dove right in, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> is this a spring? Get out of the falls. <laughs> First, you see the rapids like that, that uh, the, the river or whatever is going feeding into. I guess they say all of the Great Lakes contribute to the falls. Four of them are flowing into and then it dumps down and goes into Lake Ontario. Mm. That's what we're seeing. OK, because I, I didn't even know what it, what is this? Yeah, I had no idea. The, this is the sanitary and ship canal. Is this the one they reversed? What's what are we looking at? Because I had never, you know, I didn't go there until I was older. I would always had been taught not to go chasing waterfalls. What, what would been, you do? I was sticking to lakes, oceans, stuff I was used to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rapids scared the kids because they had heard we were going to go on the boat. Did you go on Made of the Mist? We did not. It was not even an option at the time. Well, we were going to go on uh, this made of the mess. And then a buddy of mine has a pontoon boat and he was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why don't we just go on this instead? We can race it. We're going to tie up. We ended up just tying up a couple of pontoons in the middle because there's a sandbar right under the American falls. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> there's barrels going by and you guys are just like, Woo! spring break. <laughs> We were mooning Canada, just sticking our asses out. Rake your flag. Rake your flag. <laughs> we have a lot of Canadian listenership, and they are not going to like this episode. <laughs> the Canadian side is supposed to be better. It's more, uh, I guess it's cleaner. It's um, better view. But you can get a great view when you get on the Maid of the Mist. So we did go on that. We got our ponchos. They hand out, uh, they're all blue. Everyone gets a blue poncho, but I, you know. Right. So I did the old dad, the old dad uh, joke. <laughs> Can I get a blue one? <laughs> uh, oh, dad, stop it. <laughs> like, I love how much those kids get embarrassed by you. Don't these ponchos make you guys miss Miss Ralphie? This is the this is what we pick is poo up with. This is the same material <laughs> that we we're wearing dog poo bags to go see this natural wonder. But the ponchos are nice, actually. They're the souvenir poncho. We threw ours out. I threw ours right into the falls, We're <laughs> right into the water. We're flagging it with back into the water. Good for you. <laughs> do you know that um, fish do fall over the falls? I read this because you, you imagine, right? You're you're a fish and you're yeah, you know, just chilling and hanging uh, out in Buffalo. Sure, it's like a uh, what's the? It's like a lazy river until you get to the end, right? Yeah, it's like a scene in one of those Nemo movies. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, hey, I'm going to go check it out. They always said, don't go over here, but screw that. And then <laughs> out you go. But they survive. Most of them survive, I guess. Oh, that's good. They said that the, the foam that you see softens the, the blow. Ah. I don't know. Okay, well, good to know they make it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been worried about these fish the whole time. And it turns out that they're okay. That makes me happy. 
But we went to the Maid of the Mist, dude, and they have new boats. They have they're electric, and they're named after one of them is named after Tesla. Okay, and I have no appreciation for it, dude. Nikolai, Nikolai, Nikola. Sorry, I got that wrong. Nikola, 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 Nikola. <laughs> yeah, well done. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> okay, good. So Nikola is very tied to the falls because he generated power. He figured out how to get power out of them. Wow. How, to, how do you harness the power of the falls and you make it into electricity by using his, uh, his special Nikola sauce His Tesla. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> Nikola sauce? His Tesla. What does that mean? Tesla sauce. Ah, all right. I don't really understand science, but I guess <laughs> he invented something that the secret sauce from Nikola <laughs> Tesla. Um, I got to say, though, he, he falls into everything we've talked about, about like old timey resumes, because he was I'm looking him up now. He was an inventor, electrical engineer, mechanical engineer and futurist and known for his special sauce and friends with Mark Twain. That was like his bestie. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, why aren't we taught about this guy? That's amazing. Because Westinghouse, I guess, brought him in, bought some of his patents. He was like a mad scientist, but very interesting dude. Edison brought him here. He's Serbian, I think. Yep. Him and Thomas, Thomas Edison like discovered him. He went over there and it was like, dude, this Tesla guy, he's got a hot five. <laughs> I'm going to produce some of his stuff. Who's going to Serbia in 1870? That's amazing to me. Like, I don't even think about that as a vacation spot now, but. Well, they had like, dude, and you want to talk about Chicago being tied to this Tesla, like most of his ideas, a lot of his like ones that took off, he presented at that um, exposition, that World Fair in 1993. Pack it up. We're done. Chicago reference. Westinghouse lit up the city using Tesla's ideas. Dude, it's just insane that we don't know more about this guy. Yeah. He's got a pretty great story, it looks like. Dude, I, I ended up doing a deep dive on him. Of course, you you always like, how when did he die? When did he, so he died in like the 40s in a hotel. This is why I love, I love people that lived in hotels, dude. It's the best. He lived in a hotel like Babe Ruth. It's Tesla, awesome. It's like Babe Ruth's in 604. And then Tesla's just down the, with his pigeons. That's awesome. There's like a bunch of writers down and floor five. You got like, I mean, I love the idea of just living in New York hotels. Dude, what is it about people that are a little bit like, like eccentric and birds? So this guy, I guess he, <laughs> he loved pigeons. He be fr- he, he got obsessed with one of them. He like created a, 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 you know, invented something to keep this thing alive. And then he would get kicked out of these hotels. He didn't pay his bills, Tesla. I am sorry. I invented uh, alternating current electricity. You want me to pay for my room? He was living at a uh, Marriott residence in near Newark Airport for many years. He lived at a, and then they kicked him out of there. They're like, you haven't paid for one of these breakfasts. I have points. (laughs) You keep leaving your bread on the... He invented the uh, toaster in the, the hotels, the, the treadmill toaster. That's Tesla. Really? Yeah, he invented, because uh, he lived in a hotel, Jim. Sure. He invented the, he invented the, the ice machine. <laughs> he invented... The little sign that goes on, the do not disturb sign? 
That's a that's a Tesla OG. That's an original. He invented the front desk pantry. That's a test. That's a Tesla. <laughs> I don't. No. I just. I don't think anyone in our lifetimes, maybe a few people, but most people in our lifetimes, bios will just never be like this. Like he he did a lot for inventing X-ray equipment. Yes. Mine's like comedian slash podcaster. This dude's got everything listed in his bio. His contributions to the X-ray dude. And then he had like a lab that burned down. So a lot of his stuff was lost. Wow. But he is a, uh, including a wallet, apparently, according unbelievable to unbelievable resume. And he used Niagara Falls. That's where he got his start. He got a uh, power out of there. Now Canada and America, they use it uh, to generate so much electricity. It's really kind of fascinating. Man, that is really cool. I love the it. Niagara Falls. But Tesla uh, got kicked out of the St. Regis Hotel because one of his pigeons, or many of them, they lived in his room and they were like, you know, crapping all over. <laughs> this guy was a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> run him out of it. Like, you got to go to another. So they would go. They ended up in the New Yorker. That's how he died. Being Tesla. That's amazing. Can I, can I read you a uh, statement he gave about his time at the Waldorf Astoria? Yeah. I have began feeding pigeons, thousands of them for years, but there was one, a beautiful bird, pure white with light gray tips on its wings. That one was different. It was a female. I only had to wish and call her and she would come flying to me. I loved that pigeon as a man loves a woman and she loves me. <laughs> as long as I had her, there was a purpose to my life. This dude's insane. As long as I had that pigeon, there was a per- hey, uh, Nicola. You have uh, you created electricity for all of us. It's like you and Edison. No, it's this pigeon I live for. This is my life. What? Do you have a muse? I do. Polly, Polly, will you come in here? Where's my flying rat? All I have to do is wish for her, and she appears. I love her like a man loves a woman. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm about to go invent x-rays. <laughs> I wonder if they ever got married, him and that pigeon. They would have honeymooned at Niagara Falls. <laughs> they really would have. Why was that a honeymoon spot? <laughs> Babe, you want to put some ponchos on and, and we're going to go in this hurricane-like <laughs> situation. Be high winds and very wet. Does that turn you on? Do you know, this was fascinating to me, do you know where the honeymoon tradition comes from? Uh, no one knows this, right? Why no. did I read this? Whose brother got married and honeymooned at Niagara Falls, beginning the tradition of it becoming a honeymoon destination? Wow. Can you? Uh, I will you definitely. Hot dog. I will hot dog this guy's name. Okay. I love it. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's go. Um, dynamite. Thuggish, torn. Ah, <laughs> uh, dynamite, thuggish, torn. Whose last name is Bone Rip? I cannot figure out. I have dynamite, thuggish, torn. Man, I have no idea. This is real good. You have a hint. Let's see here. I think dynamite kid right away when I think dynamite. So I think kid bone rip, but that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real person. 
Okay, I thought Dynamite would be a good one. What about Harris? Harris. For the first name. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, water slides, Bill and Ted's. Water slides, Bill and Ted's. Oh, man, I'm off on this one. I'm not catching the reference at all. He's a, um, a little man. Ah, 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 torn apart. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. Everyone's yelling at me. Napoleon Bonaparte. I went rip torn. That one's obvious. Thuggish, ruggish bone is perfect. <laughs> I, the bone got me. Oh, that's beautiful. Napoleon Bonaparte's brother came to the Niagara Falls. Love that the bone got you. <laughs> Let's use that as a sound, sound bite. <laughs> I got the bone right away. That's much worse. Put that in the Brimley Hall of Fame. <laughs> Dude, Napoleon Bonaparte's brother. Jerome, of course he had a brother named Jerome. <laughs> Jerome Bonaparte. Married an American, and that's where they honeymoon. Wow. And then everyone's like, oh, Napoleon's brother goes there? I'm going there too. Walton Thuggish Torn is here. <laughs> Jerome Walton reference from, from some White Sox fans. I know. It's good stuff. I love right that. What we bring to the table. That's it. No, oh, I didn't know no that. No doubt. So what year would you say this was? What year was uh, uh, Jerome Bonaparte's? That's the dumbest name. <laughs> this one we shall call Napoleon. What about this one? What's Jerry short for? <laughs> I wanted a nap and a Jerry as my kids. That's Why great. do you keep asking about my brother? <laughs> I brought you to the waterfalls to talk about that. Why do you keep? Yes, you're going to meet him. You know I'm taller than him and he's kind of a jerk. He wouldn't even be able to see over this barrel. Yeah, right. I don't know why he uh, ended up going there, but um, it really is something to see, dude. And going on that, you know, made of the mist, the kids were just they were blown away. There is a moment, though, when you're like, are we stuck? Like, <laughs> turn it around. We get it. Seen it. We hear it. And then you're, you, you do get in your head like this is, oh, my gosh, just my luck. We're going under the bridal veil. We're about to get pounded by the horseshoe. <laughs> and then, um, you know, sure enough, we, we backed out of there. A little, uh, you know, when it started, I was like, when I heard the beep, 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 I was like, okay, good. We're back. We're backing up. Good. I'm happy to hear that. So what did you replace uh, the baseball museum with today? Do you know what you guys are going to do next? Uh, we are going to... Uh, check out this town here. Um, walk around Saratoga Springs. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The battlefield. This is you know by this is a town you buy ice cream in. You walk in. Uh, oh, we should get an ornament. Maybe we should mm. get an ornament for the tree. Maybe we should. Let's stop in this. This is a cute shop. Let's stop in here. I love unnecessary shit at places like that. There's got to be a place that like you got to be able to get like a like a glass shaped like the falls or something. There's got to be weird, random stuff. Look, a barrel with my name on it. Go, kids, look for barrels with your names on them. Always uh, exiting through the gift shop. <laughs> but no, this is just a um, kind of reminiscent of like a Lake Geneva or a, um, you know, just a, a summer town. Dude, you, you want to talk about Lake Geneva. I, uh, I went through there this week myself. I went up to uh, Milwaukee. Did you really? I was yeah. up at their Summerfest, man. I love Summerfest. It's the best weeks of the year. We went up. Here's what I love about Summerfest, Patrick. You get to see 
so much music. It's like 25 bucks to get in. And then there's five stages going all day. And I mean, I saw one day, right? I saw Blue Oyster Cult. What? Okay. Is that the cowbell? Don't Fear the Reaper. Boys, Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, the new pornographers. Honestly, not great. I prefer original pornography. I do. <laughs> this was this was like in an NPR tent. I was like, this doesn't seem right. Um, everything was uh, shaved. Everything is very, it's too new school for me. Um, a lot of people saying they're related. I don't believe it, but whatever. Um, the, a lot of stepdads. A lot of stepbrothers. It's awful. Um, Howard Jones was there. We saw Howard Jones. We talked about Howard Jojo. Um, 80 synth legend, Howard Jones. This is a guy, Pat, who I did not know any of the songs by the title. Um, but then the moment you start playing them, it is like, oh, yeah, this was in every 80s movie montage I've ever seen. Like, it was great. You got to hit me with some Howard Jones. Uh, what is love? What is love, Jim? I, did you find out? I did not. It's three guys playing keyboards, apparently, because that's what, like, there were so many synth bands. There was this dude from Ultravox, which wait, is wait. another one of those. So many what fans? Synth bands. Synth. Yeah, like, everything was oh, like synth, synth oh, bands. I didn't know that was a thing. Synthesizer. Like, synthesizers. So, like, a lot of these, like, because it was it's bands all day, right? Five stages, and someone tears down, and someone else sets up. So, like, it was a rock and roll band, and they tear down, and all of a sudden, they bring in, like, seven keyboards, and it just looks like Tron. There's just, like, all oh, these yeah. weird, like, lights and different patterns and everything, and just a bunch of guys playing synthesizers. It was very strange to see, but it was like, this is oddly melodic and a great way to spend an hour and a half. I'm just going to sit here and watch boom, boom, beep, boom, beep, boom. Like it was great. We saw, um, so Ultra did you Bob, say that to the people you were with? Hey, you guys, you guys have good. Yeah, this is oddly melodic. <laughs> I'm strangely enjoying this. So are we. I love this oddly melodic synth music. <laughs> I don't get it either. Uh, 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 really weird. Did you buy a Casio on the way home? Did you stop at? I got a Quinlan, guitar. Quinlan and Fabish. Dude, I that saw was, a guy play a guitar. A guitar? Howard Jones brought out a guitar for a couple songs. No kidding. Yeah, that was pretty rad. And then that's, uh, like, um, that's pretty rad. It was pretty rad. <laughs> is the guitar? Is it so? It's a piano. That's uh, not a piano, but a keyboard. That's a uh, shape of a guitar. Correct. And is it, is it all the way up? Uh, it's got a neck still. I don't know for what purpose. I don't know if you're actually doing anything or just moving your hand around like I am right now when you're playing. And it. you do grab it by the neck. You grab that's, it by the that's, neck. No, that's a new pornography. Oh, that's the new pornographer. <laughs> correct. Um, you grab the guitar by the neck and, uh, and by their guitar tie, and uh, no, you you just yeah, it's, it was cool. It was very cool. We saw modern English. Here's a classic Jim moment. By the way, oddly melodic is fun to say. It really is, isn't it? There's like a guy up there with like the what's the uh, the, the thing you play in uh, the percussion instrument you play as a kid? It's like the bing, drums. Bing, no, <laughs> is it a xylophone? I guess <laughs> you're the fastest runner, but you're not allowed to win. Some break the rules and live to count the cost. Is this Tesla yeah. talking about his pigeon girlfriend, or is this Howard Jones lyrics? This is Howard Jones. Okay, no one is to blame. Uh, no one talked him into changing his name for showbiz, huh? <laughs> Not at all. Or his hair. Very uh, Midnight Swinger-esque. Very uh, uh, Mr. Showtime looking. I mean, this dude had like, like he was a peacock. He was out there. He had like 11 colors on and like his jacket was like flashing at different times. It was cool. It was different. It was weird. Um, and then we saw Modern English. 
Oh, nice. Um, very cool. Uh, total gym moment. I thought they were Beatles cover band American English. So I was like, yeah, let's go see them. This will be really good. I'm an idiot. There's like so much going on. And then uh, we get there and I was like, oh, that is not this. But it was great. And then uh, we wrapped is up. Does that melt with you? Modern yes. English? Yes, absolutely. Again, along with a bunch of other stuff. I feel like, because it's normally a big variety of music, so I feel like they just had one flight this day come from, you know, Liverpool direct to Milwaukee. And they're like, we're getting all the Euro stuff out of the way in one day. And then we're flying everyone that, back. That'd be like um, something that someone says to you sometimes after a show that you don't want to hear, right? <laughs> like, I thought you guys were the Beatles cover band, but I was so glad. No, I remember you guys. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it would not say that to them. But then uh, we, we finished tonight by going to see Two Chains. Two Chains was on one of the stages. So a little difference in music. Um, but as we're walking Jim, over there. You were all over the place. We were. As we're walking over there, my buddy Adam goes, who does Two Chains cover? Elvis? And I was like, <laughs> fuck off. All right. I made a mistake. There's a lot going on here. I made a mistake. You could have Googled it too. Um, but it was a, uh, another one. So that was like, was that the draw for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so much though. You want to see everything. Like you go there and just spend the day watching. I mean, there's so many more people I didn't even mention. Like you're just popping from stage to stage, seeing random bands. Like Jesse James Decker was there. Um, um, this group Time Flies, who I've never heard of, but it was insanely popular. Some dude has got like a billion streams on Spotify and he just played one song over and over again. And it was like, well, yeah, it's a lot easier to get a billion streams when you have one song. Dude, that is incredible. I, I love your connection to Wisconsin. Like, I, I don't know if you've considered moving there, but you are an ambassador for the Dairyland. The Dairyland. Please you so. are you are constantly there. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be the state you're in more than um second only to Illinois. Absolutely. I mean, I, I have considered moving there. I've been forced to because I've dated several women from Wisconsin. <laughs> and at some point they're like, would you ever move here? Yeah. You seem very attracted to the, the Wisconsin. I love it. Female. It's great. It's a great state. It's a great state for comedy. We all say that, right? We, we all agree there and we're going to be finding out. We're going to be in Milwaukee and Madison. That is you my homeland. That is, that's my, I'm Tesla. Those are my pigeons. You should make a, um, a hall of fame for States and, and Wisconsin would be in right with it. They'd be in your first class for sure. Right. For sure. Oh yeah. Just a golden cow. Who that would, would be so would great to have? have a hall of fame of States and like the ones that weren't in it. <laughs> Shut up, Delaware. <laughs> Hey, Dad, how come Mississippi's not on the wall? Or not? It's, it's hard to explain. But Once it dies, we might let it in. <laughs> Who would, I think I would have, uh, for the induction speech, I think I would have, uh, for Wisconsin, I think I'd go Henry Winkler. Oh, yeah. Would you go there? To, to just drive home the Fonzie statue? He's not or, from there, Jim, is he? I don't, I don't know. Or, uh, red Foreman, the dad from that 70s show. Who do you, who's the most Wisconsin person to you? <sighs> it's a tough call. Cause it's normally a caricature, right? It's always someone doing like that. Charlie Barron's like that. Oh, Hey there. 
you know, um, I don't know. I don't even, I mean, when you think of Milwaukee, I think of characters more than I think of people. Squiggy, would you have Squiggy do it? I'm not trying to get over caricature. What did you say? <laughs> is that not how you say it? Caricature? I think it is. I don't even know. Who knows? Who would be the like Illinois? Caricature. Who would be the Illinois inductee? Who's the most Illinois person? Like who would, if you were inducting Illinois into your state hall of fame, who would you have give the speech? That's a great question. Living or dead. And if we're going that route, I've completely changed my Wisconsin answer. Oh yeah. Let's go Lincoln then for sure. Uh, awesome. I love it. It's, it's the land of. Yeah. Uh, for Wisconsin, I'm going to go with someone just as revered as Lincoln is here. Chris Farley. There you go. <laughs> is he from there? He is. I mean, he's, I don't know if he's actually from, he's gotta be. Yeah. He's from there. Madison native up there. He's from Madison, went to Marquette. That's a great one. Yeah. Oprah lived there for a long time as a child, I guess. In Wisconsin. Yeah. Fox point suburb of Milwaukee. They claim everyone who's like visited though. That's a different, you know, like William Defoe drove through for a while. (laughs) Latrell Sprewell paid here for a couple years, played here. He didn't pay there. Actually, uh, one of my favorite things about Wisconsin is there's a list of who owes the most back taxes in the state. That's very public. Is it really? uh, Yep. And uh, for years, number one has been Latrell Sprewell. Get out of (laughs) here. Nope. It may have changed now. There's a lot more corporations involved, but Latrell Sprewell was top of the list for a long time. Made a lot of money playing hoops there and took it with him. Real Nick Tesla, that Sprewell. Was he not allowed like in the state? I, I mean, it was to a point where I, I, they didn't want him there for a little while for sure. Oh, that is wild. Well, I'll tell you what, Milwaukee kind of always reminded me of Buffalo. Like they're very similar feel. And we were enjoying that town. Um, yesterday, dude, we went to the, you know, I love the smell of Cheerios in the morning. <laughs> we went by the Cheerios plant. That's great. To get, to get a whiff. Free smells, as they say at... <laughs> As Flanagan Kennedy's, <laughs> they were enjoying the, uh, you know, they have like these places now decorate their establishment with Instagram in mind. I think like get pictures here. Look who we have. We have. So it was this real trendy coffee spot. I actually got this hat I'm wearing oh, here. Yeah. Wonder coffee house right down by like the, um, Cheerio plant. Wow. And the Labatt blue plant. Like that's a great piece of America right here. It's like, it's just beer and cereal. That's this awesome. is where we you want grain. This is what we do with it. <laughs> and just a really cool spot, a Buffalo that I haven't been to. It's, um, and it's waffle and coffee house place. That was just like great merch, great vibe in there. It's like, how do we find this place? Just by, you know, bouncing around, by not having a plan, Jim. I love by it. By just wandering, wandering this great nation of ours, trying to discover, turning over rocks that haven't been touched in a while. We, you, might, you, might, you might find a worm under there. You never know. That's you might it, find, You might find a pearl. <laughs> might find one of them rock pearls everyone talks about. <laughs> Is that where you find them? I think so. I think so. Dude, that's great. I don't want to keep you too long. We've had a long episode already. We're going to uh, get this out there to the brims. Um, you're going to go spend some time with family, and then we're going to be hitting the road. I'm meeting up with you in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Thursday. 
Jim, are you trying to get rid of me? I'm, I'm on vacation and you're wrapping it up. <laughs> you're like, go back on vacation with your family. Jim, I have a late checkout. I can stay here until 1130. You've got 24 minutes until you have to leave before you guys get arrested. I am not even acknowledging that I heard that today. There's no checkout at 11. I'm at least staying till noon. They're already on the phone going, we hear him in the room. He's talking about being like Tesla. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to have to pull him out. They're going to see me walking back into the hotel with birds. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. You kept looking at one of them. <laughs> no. So I can't wait to see you, dude. I know you're coming in. Um, where are you flying into Boston? Yeah. Boston. Then uh, making the drive up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Yeah, Thursday? guys, if you know anyone who lives in Boston or in the New England area, this is where we will be this weekend. We're going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire at the Music Hall. Jim, we're not musicians. Are mm -hmm. you bringing your, are we synth comics this weekend? I was going to bring my xylophone, my percussion instrument. Is it a xylophone? That'd be great. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jim Flatton. You come out and you have the, uh, <laughs> the keyboard around your... <laughs> Or just a, uh, uh, what's the, uh, accordion. the accordion, but I just play it. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You're like, I've counted in the synth now. <laughs> Jim Blanagan and Pat McGann with special guest, Howard Jones. This, uh, comedy club, I don't know if you've been to it, Jim, it has five stages. There's, uh, going to be a <laughs> lot of different acts going on. We are just a couple of them. People will be milling about. No, we're going to be in the lounge at the music hall. So very excited about that. That's in Portsmouth, New Hampshire on Thursday, dude. And then dude, Boston, Friday, Saturday, laugh, Boston. Let's go. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a really good time. So really excited. Have a good uh, trip out here, bud. We'll be waiting for you. We'll be yeah, brother. with the sign. Can't wait to see you then. And uh, uh, we're, we're happy you guys are here with us. Also wanted to say, you know, apologies for the late drop. There's a lot going on right now with travel, trying to uh, get everything figured out logistically. And quite honestly, we're kind of moving in that direction anyway, right? Maybe a Thursday release? Yeah, we might be moving. It feels like we are going to that Thursday release. We're, we've been tardy lately and uh, might make things a lot easier on everyone as we move into more video and more of a uh, production here for the brims. We want to bring everyone, keep them here in our cocoon, the Brimley cocoon. That's it. And grow it. And, I, and that's why I will be spreading the word today at the, at the Springs, Jim. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> take, a sip, take, a, take a sip of my magic, what do you call the- uh, <laughs> Tesla like, sauce. My magic. No, the uh, elixir. Elixir, there you go. Elixir, what is it? Elixir. Yes. Love it. Uh, yeah, make sure you guys are downloading, subscribing. Tell some people to come out and say hello in Boston. If you are a Brim, say hello at the shows. We can't wait to see you. Uh, and thank you, guys. Hope you're enjoying your summer. Jim, have a pastry for me. I will bring a fritter for you at the shows. Can't wait, buddy. See you then. Bye.